0: Jaya Gopgana Wallaha Vivarana Vivaranaru. 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 Jashur dan dana bhogana ran ganga sarvani ka jumna Jai Radha Madhava Kunjabiha Jai Radha Madha Dain Kunja
1: Namo Om Vishnapadaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Shimate Vedanta Swami Nithinamine Namaste Shavashrate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvisheshashunna Vadi Paschata Deshatarine Shrila Prabhupad ki jaye Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo
0: Bhagavate Vasudevaya
1: Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, 11th Canto, Chapter 19, Text 27. This, cha- this chapter is entitled as the perfection of spiritual knowledge. I'll just read through the verse: "Dharma mat krit prokta gyanam Chaikatma darshanam, gunesha sango vaidagam, vaisarjang chani madaya." <coughs> Dharma, religion, Mat, my, Bhakti, devotional service, Krit, producing, Proktaha, is declared, Gyanam knowledge, Cha, also, Oikatmya, the presence of the Supreme Soul, Darshanam, seeing, Guneshu, in the objects of sense gratification asangaha, having no interest vayagam, detachment Aishayam, opulence, cha also anima, the mystic perfection called anima, adaya and so forth Translation by his divine grace Śrīla Prabhupāda Actual religious principles are stated to be those that lead one to my devotional service. Real knowledge is the awareness that reveals my all all pervading presence. Detachment is complete disinterest in the dis, detachment is complete disinterest in the objects of material sense gratification, and opulence is the eight mystic perfections such as Anima Siddhi. <coughs> Please repeat after me. Actual religious principles are stated to be those that lead one to my devotional service. Real knowledge is the awareness that reveals my all-pervading presence. Detachment is complete disinterest in the objects of material sense gratification. Detachment is complete disinterest in the objects of material sense gratification. Very good. Detachment is complete disinterest in the objects of material sense gratification. And opulence is the eighth mystic perfection, such as anima siddhi. So, perfect. what? The Supreme Lord is perfect knowledge. Thus, one who has been delivered from ignorance automatically engages in the devotional service of the Lord and is called religious. One who becomes detached from the three modes of material nature and the gratificatory objects, they produce the considered, they they produce is considered to be, I am sorry, I am sorry, Yeah, Uh, one who becomes detached from the three modes of material nature and the gratificatory objects they produce is considered to be situated in detachment. The eight mystic yoga perfections described previously by the Lord to Uddhava constitute material power or opulence in the highest degree. So this is the 10th canto, I am sorry, 11th canto. In 11th canto, Krishna advised Uddhava to go to Badarika Uddhav, when he understood that Krishna is going to withdraw his pastimes, actually Krishna told him what will happen, that within 7 days the Yadus are going to kill themselves. You know? fight among themselves and then Krishna will himself also leave this planet and actually these fights between the Jadur is Krishna's divine arrangement it's Krishna's divine arrangement because in order to participate in his pastimes he brought them from the spiritual sky brought them from Dwarka, spiritual Dwarka, And now that he is going to withdraw his pastimes, he is sending them back. And this is just that they're fighting and killing each other. Uh, this is just the arrangement of Jogamaya. Mm-hmm. Like apparently it seems that oh look Krishna's devotees Krishna's most intimate associates are fighting among themselves and killing each other. But the point is that Krishna does that. Krishna acts in this way so that the devotee's faith in him will increase and non-devotee's disbelief in him will increase. So the devotee, when they hear that, their reaction is Jadu is Krishna's intimate associate. How can they uh, fight like this and kill each other? Mm. And <clears> the <throat> uh, thing is that, so they consider that this is Krishna's pastimes. Krishna made the arrangement that they, then they uh, marvel at Krishna's pastimes. Look how. Wonderfully, Krishna arranges pastimes. But the non-believers, non devotees what they will say? Look, uh, I told you, uh, Krishna is just an ordinary person. And his relatives, you know, look, uh, no civilized people will do things like that. Like fight among themselves and kill. Devotees will also consider that they fight with what? They fought with the weeds. Not even bamboos. Uh, probably you have seen that the weeds that grow in water, uh, they're hollow inside. You press with two fingers they they break. <laughs> with that they fought and they killed each other. So this is how the devotees began to wonder how amazing Krishna's pastimes are, how amazing the arrangement of Jagamaya. But the non-devotees, they will look at it in another way, the atheist especially. Anyway, so when Udhava heard that, Udhav wanted to also go back with Krishna. And this desire is quite understandable because Uddhav used to be Krishna's constant companion in Dwarka. So much so that Uddhav used to leave Krishna's palace after Krishna fell asleep. And Uddhav used to come back to Krish- attend Krishna before Krishna woke up. <laughs> so that is how huh, intimate Uddhav was to Krishna and he was his most intimate associate he was his dear most friend and he was also his cousin he is a minister so Uddhava naturally wanted to go with Krishna but Krishna dissuaded him said no you stay on and go to Bararikashram. In this respect, Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur made a point that Krishna, when he came, he came to give his association to his devotees. Paritranaya sadhunam. Although it says paritranaya, meaning to to protect the sadhus, and vinashaya chudushkritam, But this paritana does doesn't actually mean give protection. This actually indicates association. Krishna comes to give association to His pure devotees who are trying to spread His glory. So then Krishna actually considered that uh, He couldn't go to Badarikāśram. He travelled around India, but He didn't go to Badarikāśram. And in Bhadrikashram, there are great saintly personalities like Nara Narayan and others. So, Krishna felt that I haven't given them my association. So, let Uddhav come. Udhav go there and give them his association, which is not different from mine. Mm-hmm. Because uh, associating with Krishna... I mean, and associating with krishna's very intimate devotee like Uddhava, like uddhav is non different from krishna's association so he decided that <coughs> he would send krishna i mean he would send uh, uddhav to vadari and then krishna started to instruct him on which is known as Uddhav Gita. And the importance of Uddhav Gita also we can consider. In ten cantos, Krishna's pastimes have been described. Krishna's pastimes means like creation, sub-creation, maintenance of the material nature, planetary system, Then Manvantar, the reigns of Manus, uh, liberation, freedom from material bondage, and finally uh, the ultimate shelter. So Bhagavatam describes these ten aspects. Hmm? Puran, Bhagavat Puran, Mahapuran hmm, has ten symptoms. So these ten are. 10th canto, up to 10th canto, that has been described in the 10th canto, Krishna, the original Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the supreme shelter, the shelter of even the incarnations, and his activities have been described. So after describing the entire Srimad Bhagavatam in, ni- in 10th canto, now Sugdeva Goswami is giving the conclusion of the way of the Bhagavatam. Srimad Bhagavatam in the 11th canto. This is actually the essential teachings of Srimad Bhagavatam, whatever has been described in these 10th cantos, all 10 cantos starting from 1 to 10, now the summary, what is the purpose? That has been described in the Uddhav Gita in the 11th canto. And <clears throat> so this verse uh, is, Krishna is actually telling him, actual religious principles are stated to be those that lead one to my devotional service. Mm. Also, this has been mentioned in other parts of Srimad Bhagavatam also. Uh, dha- Dharmasvanushtita Pumsha Vishakshena Kathasuya not ratim e hmm. If dharma is performed, dharmic or spiritual activities are performed, but that doesn't increase, or that doesn't de- en- enable one to develop his attachment to Krishna. not pada ratim shrama vahi ke mean, simply waste of time. So the purpose of... Huh? religion purpose of religion's principles is uh, to reach devotion to krishna real knowledge is the awareness uh, that reveals my pers- my all pervading presence so religion means devotion to krishna hmm. And knowledge means, the awareness that Krishna is all-pervading, that's the real knowledge. And when one understands that, Vasudeva Sarvamiti, hmm, the all-pervading Supreme Personality of Godhead. Hmm, detachment, uh, real knowledge is the awareness that reveal my all-pervasive presence. I am present everywhere. Uh, saying Krishna is saying that is the real knowledge. Detachment is complete. The det- detachment is complete disinterest in the objects of material sense gratification. Detachment means no attraction to sense gratification whatsoever. And opulence is the eight mystic perfections. These are the ashtasiddhis. Uh, Ashtar, they are kind of of opulence, very, very elevated opulence. Like one thing is that one may have a lot of wealth, but if somebody has the ability to generate as much money he wants, then whose position is superior? the person who has a lot of wealth or who can uh, generate a whole lot of money who is superior right so uh, and real opulence is eight mystic perfection so what does eight mystic perfection do they can they enable a living entity to to uh, do something to uh, execute something that no amount of wealth in this world will be able to do that. Like one Siddhi is Anima Siddhi becoming very very small. Prabhupada said this Anima Siddhi enables one to become so small that he can enter into the room through the keyhole. Mohima One becomes greater than the greatest, huge, one can become very big. Mm -hmm. Like when there is a description like Aghasura assuming such a big body, we have to understand that they have Yoga Siddhis. Then Loghima, he can become lighter than a feather, so light that he can fly, just like gas balloon. Mm -hmm goes up, one can become so light that he can just go up like that, hmm. then prapti, one can get whatever he wants, ah, prakamya, ah. and ishita-vashita, and kamo So these are the eight opulences, now they can, no amount of material wealth can, compare these opulences, therefore it has been said that uh, opulence is the eighth mystic perfection hmm, that uh, cannot compare to any of the material wealth. So there as I mentioned the eight kinds of yogic siddhi are anima, laghima, mohima, Prakamno, Prapti, uh, Ishita, Vashita and kama Vashita. the Supreme Lord is perfect knowledge. Thus one who has been delivered from the ignorance automatically engages in the devotional service of the Supreme Lord is called religious. When one becomes engaged in serving krishna then only he can be considered as religions not otherwise Hmm. one who becomes detached from the three modes of material nature and the gratificatory objects they produce is considered to be situated in detachment Hmm. to be situated in detachment means one Has become completely free from the desire hmm, for first sense gratification, complete detachment. So, in this way, we are seeing. hmm, Krishna is pointing out. Dharma means religious activity means developing attachment to Krishna religion knowledge what is real knowledge real knowledge is to see that the Lord is everywhere and uh, detachment is complete disinterest in the objects of material sense gratification Krishna is asking us to develop these qualities. He wants us to perform religious, become pious, become religious. He wants us uh, to become situated in knowledge. Hmm? Become engaged in serving the Supreme Personality of Godhead. (coughs) And detachment is complete disinter- disinterested in disinterest in the objects of sense gratification real detachment is to be free from the objects of sense gratification and real opulence is the eightfold uh, mystic perfection yoga siddhi And it's easy for a devotee to become situated in that platform. Because the devotees naturally have acquired these qualities by developing his loving relationship with Krishna. You develop your loving relationship with Krishna, everything will be achieved. Uh, like it has been described that Jasmin vijyate sarvamevaṁ vijyataṁ bhavati Jasmin prapte sarvamevaṁ praptam bhavati Knowing Him, everything becomes known. Getting Him, everything becomes achieved. Hmm. Like knowing Him, everything becomes known question may arise how is it possible just know Krishna and you get to know everything the answer to that is because Krishna is the origin of everything if you know Krishna then you know everything so it's, it's a natural development knowing him everything becomes known and getting him everything becomes achieved because Krishna is the sole proprietor of everything. So if you get him, then you get everything. There is nothing else to be uh, hankering for. So that is uh, the important thing to remember that Krishna should be the center of all our activities. Krishna should be the, not only the proprietor or enjoyer, we should also offer everything to Krishna. If He is the enjoyer, then everything should be offered for His enjoyment. <coughs> Thank you very much. Any question? Okay.
2: So Guru Maharaj, the devotees, they don't care for this astra siddhi so a egg perfection. They just want to serve Krishna. So you know as we mentioned you know in the class that um, <coughs> dharma and then uh, knowing the Krishna, once you know Krishna, Dharma is birth bhurstaks, dharma. And then knowing Krishna and then ashtasiddhi. So even though we know all this knowledge, why we still have some material attachment is still there?
1: Material attachment is still there, because first of all it's very difficult to overcome material attachments. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're materially, when we are materially conditioned, We are in the material world, we are seeing material things. So how, like we are so involved in it, it's difficult to overcome. The only way we can overcome, by getting the higher taste. And that is where you have to practice devotional service, cultivate devotional service to get the higher taste. And when you get the higher taste then material in attachment will automatically disappear. We won't remain bound by the material nature anymore. So that is why the importance is to get the higher taste. And the higher taste will come by practicing devotional service. Mm. If we that's the process. We don't have to go very far. Mm. Let us just practice devotional service and we'll see that how even staying at home one can practice devotional service. But the result is he'll become free from material attachments. Mm -hmm. That is the goal of life. We have to make that arrangement that we can become free. by getting the higher taste is difficult because you see Krishna we cannot see Krishna but we see an object of sense gratification therefore the tendency is to go to us because this is more real than that you know Krishna makes a point here uh, in the 11th canto That when one is dreaming, the dream is real to him. Right? He doesn't have any knowledge about this world at that time. Hmm. Like for example, he is dreaming that a tiger is attacking him. Hmm. At that time he doesn't have any awareness that he is actually lying down in a comfortable bed in a palace <laughs> right his actual situation is that he is in a comfortable bed on a palace but you know he is dreaming that he has been attacked by a tiger and he is reacting to the di- to the dream right but when he wakes up then the dream disappears similarly our situation is like that we are dreaming uh, what we are actually going through. Huh? We are dreaming that the tax people are coming. <laughs> 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 IRS people are coming. We are dreaming, huh? and we are, making, we are trying to make all kinds of arrangements to save that situation. But actually it's a dream. But well, when you wake up, then there is no IRS man, there is no tax implications, you know, then I am in the spiritual sky. <laughs> so so that is the difficulty, you know. This is the reality that we are in and we are experiencing it. But spiritual reality, we can't see it. We can't touch it. Hmm. There is only one way we can understand the spiritual reality, is when we hear about it. Just by hearing, that's why Shravanam. Therefore hearing is so important, and therefore the Vedic wisdom is known as Shruti. That wisdom can be received only by hearing, not by any other means. And the Pantha is Shrota Pantha by hearing. Okay. Haribhavan, yes. So, uh, second question on the same uh, lecture you gave, Guru Maharaj, that was a nice
2: lecture. Short lecture. Uh, So, you say Vasudevam Sarvamiti. So how what are the practical examples you can give us that how we can perceive that Krishna is everywhere Krishna is presence
1: everywhere? Shruti hearing <laughs> and believing. And then you seeing it. Then you will be able to see it. Right? Krishna is in the heart of every living entity. Just as Krishna is in my heart, Krishna is in everyone's heart. And and we see also, situated in being situated in our heart, Krishna is fulfilling our desires. I'm desiring something and I see, wow, it's happening. <laughs> and it's happening so or we pray to Krishna and we get the result. So that is how our faith increases. Yes, Krishna is there. So this is how, you know, by practicing devotional service, we'll get the, you know, tangible result. And that result will increase our faith. Any other questions? do you have a question? In this, in this verse, there are four things that are mentioned. And the first three are, you know, they are really attractive, like devotional service to Krishna, real knowledge and detachment. And the fourth one is opulence. And as Dwarka was saying, the devotees don't really care about the opulence. So my question would have been that why is that
2: mentioned in here? But I also heard in one of your classes that even the opulences devotees can use to promote Krishna consciousness and you gave the example of think,
1: Rasikananda Prabhupada. <coughs> so, yeah. But in order to use opulence we have to become mature. Right? So a millionaire son has already million. But if you give him a million when he is when he is fourteen years old? What will what will he do with that million? He'll have a fantastic time with his teenage friends, <laughs> and that'll be the end of his career. <laughs> so that's why the father won't give him the money when he until he is matured. Yeah, unless until he reaches his right maturity. So similarly, Krishna will not Krishna. Although in you know that's the point. That's that's actually the point. The devotees already have the ashtashitis. But Krishna is not giving it to us because we may not be able to or mis- we may not be able to use it properly. We may misuse it. And misusing it may be harmful. <laughs> like like you give a gun to a real gun to a child and he'll hold it and pull the trigger. <laughs> So that's why, you know, the father has to be cautious. So Krishna will not give us, in most cases, you know, if we get these opulences, then probably, you know, like our spiritual life will be finished. So that's why Krishna doesn't give it to us. Until we reach the, until we become really able to use it in his service. Mm.
2: Sometimes we do see, you know, that some people they are not qualified, they are not devotees, but Krishna is giving him a lot of influences all the time. Even though they misuse it, still they get more.
1: Yeah, that's what Krishna is not giving them, Maya is giving them. Uh, They become, yeah, they have a little bit of power and they become very famous. They are not speaking about Krishna we see nowadays. like so many people, they have a little bit of, you know, Vedic knowledge, you can say. little bit of Vedic knowledge, and they're so popular. You don't have to go very far. Uh, there is one guy in San Diego, what's his name? Deepak Chopra. Yeah. He's so popular. Is you know like I heard when he gives a lecture, people pay something like five thousand dollars to come and attend his lecture. But what's he giving? He's getting a lot of money. But you may say, well, why is are not getting that? And actually, many people said uh, I heard that you know they went to the Chopra's lectures and there's nothing. He has nothing to say. Maybe, but you know what he has actually. These people have a little mystic power, and it is due to the mystic power that people are becoming attracted. Same thing with Sai Baba. Sai Baba didn't even have mystic power. He used to manipulate ghosts. Yeah, that's tantric power. Uh People like that, you know, they have little mystic power, and you know. Innocent people become attractive to them, and <clears throat> but the question is why the devotees don't have the power? Why Krishna is not giving the devotees that power to attract people? Two reasons, if the devotees get the power, probably they will like in a child, shoot himself, you know, Had he shoot himself on the foot, if <laughs> not on the head, right, and the other thing is that, you know, what's the point in attracting this kind of people, those who want material benefit, these people, those who are rallying around him, are after material benefit, we are not interested about people who are interested in material benefit. We want people to become qualified to receive Krishna Consciousness. That means you know, they should be serious about spiritual benefit. And after all, what is money? Mm. What is the use of money? Or other opponents? What is the point in being smaller than the smallest? But in the, for, for the sake of Krishna's service? Yes, we are prepared to do that. Like Hanuman. Hanuman had astra-siddhi and he used them in serving Lord Ramchandra. After jumping into, coming to, across the ocean, coming to Lanka, Hanuman felt that if he assumed his original form, then he will be very easily detected because Lanka is very well guarded. So he turned himself small as a cat and he climbed onto the wall. And that's how he entered into Lanka. He could make himself very big, he could make himself very small, but that he did it not for his sense verification or get some, you know, cheap adoration. He did it to serve Krishna, serve Lord Ramchandra. So that is how the devotees use these powers only for the sake of serving Krishna. If it is not for Serving Krishna, even if they have it, they don't. They don't want to use it. So we can easily say that, sir. Sorry. Go
2: ahead. So we can easily say that Prabhupāda was basically empowered, and he had he had all those opulences, eight siddhis, and he used for the Krishna service.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Naturally.
2: Uh, yeah. Kind of Prabhupada
1: used to say that, you know, like people. People used to. I mean, I mean, people are naturally interested in mystic, you know, power. Uh, What's the expression? Uh, uh, miracle. People want to see miracle, right? And Prabhupada used to say, show. Let them show a miracle like this, turning non-devotees into devotees all over the world. Huh? What's the point in producing a little ash or little Seco watch and things, you know? <laughs> like, turn them into devotees, that is the real, you know, real display of mystic power. And, you know, Americans, young American boys and girls who are completely into sense gratification, they gave up their sins, gratifications, uh, shaved head, wearing kanti mala, tilak, following four regulative principles. You know, spreading Krishna consciousness all over the world. Uh, like who, who? has ever d- displayed that kind of miracle? Yes, you know, Mahesh Yogi had a lot of followers, but how many of his followers? committed themselves completely so much so that you know gave up everything and became you know his loyal servant
2: yes <coughs> um, this is a question from TV uh, from Ankit Vora, and um, he says Hare Krishna Guru Mahaj, please accept my humble obeisances all those through Prabhupada Guru Mahaj, what is the origin of thoughts in our mind?
1: Origin of? Thoughts. Thoughts. Origin of thoughts. What kind of thoughts? Ankit <laughs> okay krishna conscious thoughts original origin of krishna conscious thoughts are the association of a devotee of krishna we start to think about krishna when we are in when we come across a devotee then only we get to know about krishna and we start thinking about krishna he
2: says all kinds of thoughts
1: yeah there are two kinds of thoughts Uh, All kinds of thoughts, Ankit, can be classified into two kinds of thoughts. Krishna conscious thoughts and Maik thoughts. Uh So Krishna conscious thoughts began or originated from our association with the devotees of Krishna. And Maik thoughts began as soon as we turned away from Krishna. As soon as we turned our face away from Krishna, we started think about maya. That means, maya means how to enjoy this world, how to enjoy this world. Any other question? Hare Krishna, all glories to Srila Prabhupada.